This might get weird. It's <clears throat> my new intro for our podcast. <laughs> are we recording? Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't. We don't need an intro because that's going to be our intro every single yeah. time. Are we recording? I, exactly. Or like my favorite murder has uh, the cat meowing and it's just the Grace coughing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey, Grace Helvin. Hi, Mamrie Hart. Cheers. Cheers to our caffeination. Yeah, Mamrie's got a... What do you got going on there? I have got a soy vanilla creamer with a hazelnut coffee. Wow. And it's probably my third cup. Because I did the thing oh. where I made like half a pot because I knew you were coming over and yeah. you might want some, but slowly I've just drank the whole goddamn thing. Yeah, and then I just came with my aluminum can of... Um, uh, go-go juice. Go-go juice. I got my fucking sugar-free Red Bull happening right now. It really. is a beautiful day in Los Angeles, I just have to say. I'm glad that you guys can see what we're looking at right now. Yeah, it's we're looking out stunning. my washroom at my still broken fence. Yeah. Okay. You really? <laughs> okay. We've talked about this before. My fence is broken. My landlords. It's like, the reason Critter Corner exists now. <laughs> yeah, but now it's not even going to be Critter Corner. Now it's like the boards are falling off the fence yeah. like that shootout game at a carnival where you like yep. shoot balls to knock out the clown teeth. Yeah. That's what my fence looks like. So now yeah. it's going to be full on bears. Yeah. Something it, in my backyard. It looks like a like wily uh, tweaker got into your fence. It's uh, You mean my actual worst nightmare? Yes. <laughs> Oh, and that's the one thing. So like last week in Los Angeles, it was raining like crazy. Yes. Uh, which hardly happens. And when it does, everyone loses their goddamn minds. Mm -hmm. And I saw the most amazing thing. I was driving back from a meeting uh, on the opposite side of town and just resigning myself to being in like an hour of traffic. And then I saw this, you know, obvious homeless person walking across the street, pouring rain. They straight up had someone's patio umbrella that they were walking Hell across the street. Yes. <laughs> I was like, that's a obnoxiously large umbrella that that person has. Oh, because that's from a, a patio set. I love that's it. That's a Home Depot patio set all day. That's and you know what? hero of the month because that takes <sighs> some upper body strength. It was great. I Those was are heavy as fuck. Impressed, to say the least. We have that um, umbrella in Palm Springs. Mm -hmm. And that has, when, when I was looking for that, had to get like a 50 pound base yeah. to not be knocked over by the wind. All about that base. Anyways, just that's your uh, thrilling umbrella talk yeah. for the week. There you go. Um, we are coming back from New York. Yes, we had quite the whirlwind weekend. Which was, it was so fun. Yeah, we went to New York because our friend Hannah Hart, who was on our last podcast, mm -hmm. she was hosting um, a charity event for No Kid Hungry that was a bake sale to raise money for them. Yeah, it was International Have a Heart Day. Yes, her charity because she's a good person. She does so much better than God we do. Damn it. <laughs> but it was the perfect balance of a trip where we felt good about doing well for the society. We were excited to hang out. And, and like then we got rip shit wasted. Oh, couldn't help ourselves. When you're in New York, it's just so easy to get drunk. There. New York feels like you're back at camp or something. Yeah. And, and the rules don't apply. Or like you're on a, uh, whatchamacallit, what's the, Greyhound bus. Like, Real rules don't apply on a Greyhound bus. They okay. don't apply in New York City. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. That is true. Also, it's, uh, I think it's nostalgic for all of us a little bit because we all mm -hmm. three of us met in New York City and we were all hyped up on, like, like you said, doing good for people and meeting a bunch of you guys that came out and like um, bought cookies in the cold mm -hmm. outside at Madison Square Park. Uh, and so it was super fun. And then, yeah, we, well... First, we flew out. You and I flew, to, flew together. Yeah, we uh, flew on a flight to meet Hannah there. And you guys, first of all, mm. 
she flew us first class we were like uh, this trash i w- hannah again if you're listening to this thank you dearly i was yes. not expecting that thank you but every time i've been flown first class i feel like leonardo dicaprio on the titanic like i'm gonna yeah. be found out like i'm a full stowaway even yep. if the ticket says first class yep. i'm like there's definitely a mistake they're yep. gonna full-on pretty woman me <laughs> yeah. i feel like i'm going to a bar with a fake id and i'm like exactly. waiting like hoping like please let me in please yeah. let me in or like Kristen wig bridesmaids like yeah. they're gonna be like you're not one of us <laughs> Please return to the area where you pay for your drinks. Uh-huh. But we're in first class and um, I go, oh, there's Lena Dunham. Like mm. Lena Dunham had boarded and she was putting away her um, like over something in the overhead compartment. And then I see her hug someone and I go, oh, Grace, that's Mark Ruffalo. And I got whiplash. I turned my head so quickly. I was I'm a oh God. Mark Ruffalo He's is so sorry, Chip, so goddamn green. <laughs> Greamy. He's so greamy. Yeah, he's green and dreamy. Yeah, he's the whole, yeah. <laughs> he is my mom's, I found out, celebrity crush. <gasps> Your mom's got great taste. That, uh, thank you. I was worried it was going to be like Neil Diamond. No, it's Mark <sighs> Ruffalo. He is so charming to me. And I listen to uh, Michael Rappaport has this insane podcast that he does. Mm-hmm. But he's an amazing interviewer. And he had Mark Ruffalo call in one day. And Mark Ruffalo was the most charming interview I've ever heard. He basically talked about how he's no Daniel Day-Lewis. He just goes to set and tries his best, just oh, tries to remember his lines. Because on all those Avengers movies, they're changing scripts constantly and everything is so confidential. But also, he's full on CGI. Yeah. The majority of the time. Like, but, he's excited to Hulk out. Oh, But it was so wonderful because he really just kind of broke down that sometimes acting isn't as glamorous or right. isn't as intense as we assume it is and that Ugh. he's just trying to remember his lines to get through the day mm. and I was like this is so attractive to me I have never once heard Mark Ruffalo's name and not pictured buffalo flavored ruffles chips <laughs> be uh, a reason why i when i why? hear mark ruffalo why i'm like mm, it's because i'm picturing yeah. a bag of ruffles that are buffalo wing flavored how he doesn't have an offshoot of buffalo wild wings called ruffalo wild bu- wings or just ruffalo's buffaloes <laughs> i would go to ruffalo's wild wings ruffalo's <laughs> wild wings is the best oh it's like slightly less trashy than a bww or like i know he's a super liberal like big activist yeah. it could just be like ruffalo's left wings oh my god <laughs> all right mark- a liberal mark ruffalo chain oh, restaurant god. we are the first investors we're taking it the shark tank uh, uh, but, but that's how our weekend started was and they with were a goddamn bang and they were having a very energetic conversation the whole time they were having a he blast i love watching on, celebrities interact he was full-on doing the thing that like when you go on a class trip on you're on a bus and no one yes. has seat belts <laughs> and they lean over the seat and talk to the person behind them he was 100%. leaning over his seat talking to lena the whole flight and we were just watching Watching like Looney Tunes. Or it's the thing that when you accidentally make eye contact with the baby in the row ahead of you. Oh, yeah. And then, <laughs> and then they're oh, up on their seat. It's such a huge mistake. And all of a sudden you've assumed the responsibility to entertain this little motherfucker for <laughs> oh, hours. Oh, my God. I yeah. just give a glare. I'm like, I'm not playing into this. I'm not peekabooing. No, I I take it as an opportunity to teach them what um, the nonverbal cue of putting your headphones on means in public. 
Oh. Like headphones in, baby. I'm not engaging. I'm with not you engaging right now. at all. <laughs> yep. For old ladies and babies. We've talked about that before. Ladies so and that babies. was the kickoff to our trip and it mm-hmm. was such a good time. It was super fun. Um, and then, like we said, we, we decorated cookies. We sold them in Madison Square Park to a lot of you guys. It was really with no kid hungry. And then we went and got dinner at a really delicious place. Here's my problem. Oh, with the dinner. Okay. <laughs> I enjoyed the dinner. Like, if you guys have, follow us on social media, you can see how wasted we got because we yeah. did a prank call series. Well, that's what I want to talk about. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I want to talk about first a pet peeve. Mm-hmm. We're having dinner. It's a lovely time. It's, you know, an evening in New York City. I know what you're going Towards to. Towards yeah. the end of the meal, all of a sudden, they did a lighting change where we thought they lost power. Yeah. We full on asked the waiter, like... Did you guys lose power? The like what's just, up? It looked like someone found like the giant cartoonish switch in the yes. back and just pulled it down and all the lights <laughs> went off immediately. There was no like subtle shift in ambiance. No. It was like we're under attack. And so we asked them, we're like, did you lose power? And he goes, no, we just transitioned to our late night lighting. There's a club underneath. That's not okay. Like I feel like you have to gradually lower the lights. Oh. oh. Or does that, or would you feel like you're having a panic attack? No, I think you grab, we were so engaged in a really wonderful mm-hmm. dinner and like drunk and having fun that that lighting was so dramatic that we all sobered up in I that moment. I couldn't see my pita. <laughs> I couldn't see my pita. I I never felt so old though because I remember when I was waiting tables you'd have the this is pre-iPhone flashlight uh-huh. so you'd have the older people who would full on pull out like a travel size flashlight. <laughs> that, yeah. that was the best so I felt like that or it had me wondering because I was pulling up the little yeah. candle to try to see stuff yeah how often do you think people have accidentally sent set menus on fire uh i couldn't give you a gauge but you guys let us know let us know hashtag comment. This- <laughs> um no it was so dramatic and but when you asked because we all looked around like mm-hmm. is no one else understanding the that, shift that just happened Did we all go blind at the same time yeah he was uh explaining it to you as if we should have known that that's what their thing like, is that's what we we probably just looked like tourists and he was like yeah. um honey this is what we do at 10 p.m in new york city <laughs> is we completely shut off all the lights i know it was saturday night yeah well, but i felt like I, we were in one of those restaurants which i would never go to yeah yeah that's pitch black and you're have oh, you like seen eating were, in the dark they were like no. a trend in nope. the early 2000s nope, nope, nope. like that ninja restaurant too is that no. in the dark no that's, that's not in the dark that's okay. a ninja okay. restaurant okay. um no th- <laughs> The no, pitch black restaurant those, where they say it'll you'll taste your food better. Nope, those I have full claustrophobia panic yes. attacks. I went to uh, Tim and I were on like a family vacation to Disneyland World Land. Which one's in Florida? World World. Yeah, and we went to the Muppet movie and they yes. do a shtick where they turn all the lights off in the theater and pretend. Oh, no. And I the we it was probably twenty percent filled in this theater and we're like directly <sighs> in the middle. Lights go off. I can't see my hand in front of my face. I'm full having a panic yeah. attack, but I'm in like high school trying to be like, cool. It's just me and Tim like on our own. And I literally was like, if this keeps, I have to leave. I have to leave. I have to leave. The air is leaving the room. It oh was my gosh. The most, that's my, like, I can't do that. So when I've heard about those restaurants, I'm like, I could, I would never, that would be my worst fear factor. Can I say it completely sums you up and I'll lump myself into that mm-hmm. is that one of the scariest films you've ever seen was the Muppet movie at Disney World. Yeah. Because I'll piggyback on that. Yeah. When I went to Disney World, my 
in eighth grade. I went in eighth grade. Uh-huh. I went on a marching band field trip because <laughs> yeah, because my dance you were color guard. Right? No, I was still in elementary school. Oh, oh. My, but my dance teacher was the color guard person Choreographer, at high school. Yeah, and so I was like, <laughs> so I was like. <laughs> would be there on game nights and I would like help move flags and stuff where they yeah. needed it. So I was like a helper. But then I would also hold the Star Mount High School marching band. The banner. banner. Oh, and yeah. So I got to go to Disney World as like the banner holder. And long story short, what I went. What a prestigious role. I mean, <laughs> how I ended up being popular in high school is a fucking wonder. Um, but I went to one of the worlds they have down there at mm-hmm. Disney and they had Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, yes. the movie. And, and they, at one point, they have little things flick out from your seats to feel like mice. Mice run across That's your feet. My actual fucking nightmare. <laughs> like, you know this. Yeah. I've had a mouse run across my foot at a movie theater, yeah. and I got on the chairs and, and walked out, yeah. like, on top of the seats. So... I love that both of our most terrifying moments in a movie theater were at Disney World yeah. at the, like, interactive short yeah. films of the Muppets and Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Things that have been designed for joy. We, we found trauma <laughs> in. <laughs> yeah. That was the so, worst. Anyway, they shut all the lights off in this restaurant, tried to tell us that, like, we, uh, that they're changing to a nightclub. And then, like, after we clearly were like, this was this is awkward. Hate it. Uh, then we were trying to pay. I remember them being like, do you guys want to go downstairs and check it out? The we manager like, came over and he was like, I'd like to invite you ladies. There's a nightclub downstairs. And I just saved the table. Oh, yeah. And I just went, we're not interested at all. Thank you. You're like, I'm going to be honest with you. We're not interested at all. Because I didn't want the sales pitch. You know what I mean? No, and it was also just like a weird, it, the environment turned weird. And yeah. all of us were just like, into have like a, a drink and eating session. It's like I'm wearing a cow neck sweatshirt I've been wearing for three days. Yeah, we're my, not gonna go to your. The club. only reason I'm wearing my beanie inside is because my hair smells bad right. with how much grease has been collected under. If this. you raise the lights, you'd see we're all covered in hummus stains. Yeah, maybe they turned it off for that reason. <laughs> in hindsight, because we all look like calico cats um, with stains all over us. Yeah. <laughs> um. But then, yeah, we went back to the hotel. And continued to tie one on because it was just so fun. And Ella came and hung out. We went to your room and we hung out. Yeah, Ella, uh, Hannah's fiance. Yeah. And then um, Hannah was figuring herself out for a second. She had a big, long weekend. And uh, so she was kind of chilling in her room. She ate an edible and was too high. I was trying to be (laughs) polite. (laughs) Yeah, Ella came over and goes, Hannah might be too high, so she can't come by. And so all of us go... Time to prank I'm, her. I'm like, yes, I feel that. I've been too high. Let's fuck with her. Let's yeah. do the opposite of what I would want done with me. Oh, God. Yeah. So we called her room. We didn't really have a game plan. No, there was a game plan. The game plan is that I oh. was going to call from the front desk and basically make it seem like there's been... A complaint. Complaints. Because I've, I've pulled this off before with other friends <laughs> where I've called and complained that they were having too loud of sex. <laughs> and, they, and they were actually like, oh, we're so sorry. <laughs> like... Like, I was like, oh, Jesus, good All for right. you guys. Um, but I was going to call and just say, we've had some complaints at the front desk that you're a fucking loser. That you're boring and a loser. And then just be like, boom, 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 you're a dork, you're a dork. <laughs> you know, just living out those good high friends. school just bully really- fantasies that I didn't get to do because I was too busy picking up color guard rifles. <laughs> um, and then you made an, a, an acting choice to yeah. have a British accent. But it was... Uh, but it was great. Um, 
And Hannah, clearly, she picked up the phone, which I honestly didn't expect her to do. I thought maybe she thought Ella was calling her from our room. She picked up the phone, said hello. Once she realized that we were terribly trying to prank her, she just went silent. Silent. And then I am so not used to using a real fucking phone anymore. Especially a portable phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so many buttons that I hung it up and... I thought I'd hung it up. And we were cackling to ourselves. We were. One, how dumb this prank was and that it didn't actually really work. And two, just drunk, having fun. Wasted face. And then Hannah just listened (laughs) to us both not pull off the prank and then talk about it for another minute afterwards. And then like, uh, yeah. uh, Then all of a sudden she just goes, I can hear you. I can hear you guys. (laughs) I was like, oh, shit. Uh, we'll put the video on our Patreon. I put it up on my Instagram, but I didn't put the whole part where Hannah actually like hears us talking mm-hmm. about her. Um, and it's very fun. And then Hannah just somehow later on floated up to our room. And collected I was like, Ella. I'm going to collect my fiance, you fucking fucks. Anyway, it was a great trip to New York. Yeah. It was a really good time. Uh, but glad to be back in Los Angeles. Yeah. Um, let's see. Ruffalo. Check, check. Ooh, <laughs> here's a current event. Okay. They took porn off Tumblr. Yeah, yeah. Well, they took, um, like, I was talking to someone about, I was talking to my friend Michelle about this yesterday, um, that they took, I guess, porn, like, explicit content, but there's all of these things where, because uh, I just went down to Austin and did the Rooster Teeth mm-hmm. podcast down there, and they were reading through, like, what the actual... Yeah, what is it? Do they so, find it by hashtags? It's Well, there's a whole list of like what is going to be allowed, what's not, which doesn't make sense because it seems like that's going to provide more work for whoever works on the Tumblr back end because it's got to be And they've got to have like three people there at this point. The thing that is allowed is like, oh, or I, Michelle read this yesterday to me and I was like, what? And it's like, woman presenting her nipple is like, okay. Like it's That sounds like a Renaissance painting. I know. (laughs) But it's like, if it's, it made it seem like if, the imagery seems like this woman is, you know, um, if your hands are as plates underneath your boobs, yeah, like, like you're serving it, them. It's not like a photo someone randomly took and posted oh. of a woman that it's like a person that is actually presenting. They're posing. They're posing. They're okay. putting it out there themselves, like voluntarily. They're free in that nip. Yeah. And so people, I guess, were making jokes of like a woman holding like a blank canvas that just had a nipple on it. Mm-hmm. So there's a it seems like there's a lot of gray area going on with it. I didn't even know tumblr was a place to find your porn oh have you ever looked at tyler oakley's tumblr no i mean no i love tyler's uh, it's tumblr. one of the greatest like hilarity no, curated yeah. thing no i didn't know it was porn until i um i did the thing where once i was like active on tumblr i was like uh-huh. i better get all the stuff that's associated to me yeah have i told you this before mm, don't know what it is so i tried to get you deserve a drink. Dot tumblr. Dot com. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh my god! I forgot about this. And you deserve a drink. Dot tumblr. Dot com oh. was just all <sighs> animated gifs, gifs, whatever the fuck of like p- people being ejaculated <gasps> onto their face, oh. as in like the term like you deserve a drink. Here it is from my penis. Oh my! So I was I was freaked god. out. I was like, what the fuck? Like if someone googled. You deserve I, a drink. Someone didn't know I had my own personal Tumblr, and they were like, "I wonder if she has one." You deserve a drink, T- Tumblr. That's what it led to was oh. full on porn fucking blowjob. Yeah. Well, so that's not allowed so anymore. Now, so then I went there, and it was like, 
cannot be found. <gasps> and so this thing was a small victory for my personal brand. Oh, so you're the one that started the whole the petition. <laughs> yeah. No, I swear I'm not the person who took porn away from Tumblr. <laughs> well, see, the thing that I when I first heard it and I and it was like, we're banning porn. I was like, mm-hmm. I guess I get that for porn sites to profit. But then I realized talking to um, the Rooster Teeth people that it's not just pornography. There's like there's a ton of um, illustrators that make, you know, sort of salacious stuff that can oh, be yeah. considered pornography, even though this is the only place that they have to put their art. Yeah, there's some and, nasty anime. Well, it's not even nasty anime. It's like this is actual people appreciate like the artistic value of right. this. And now they're not going to be allowed to. That sucks. Right. And I so, can understand if you were. Again, in like the world of presenting your nipple. Yeah. I can understand if you went, you know what, don't do hyper-realistic drawings of celebrities naked. You know, something like right. that. But if it's just from your own it's brain. It's not exploitative And at it's all. not a real person or it's fantasy. No, and people that want to like live in that fantasy anime world think that it's like they appreciate it on yeah. a level that's not just like gross and pervy. Totally. And so now uh, that was the big, I think, blowback that people were like, cancel Tumblr party scenario because all these people now, where can they showcase their work to people that want to watch it? Also, Michelle told me Michelle's been doing this uh, hilarious thing where she's been writing um, fan fiction about uh, Hermione and Ron Weasley from Harry Potter. I was Potter. just going to ask if fan fiction that's but graphic that's, is banned. So she made, she just started doing this like as a fun hobby for herself because she's Harry Potter obsessed and she had a, um, her profile image was a little doll of Hermione and a little doll of Ron and she just had Humping. them like kissing. Oh, no, okay. The most pure thing ever. It got banned. As- Stop it. <laughs> the dumbest photo ever like there's nothing salacious gross perverted about it at all like how deep are they into banning stuff if they're getting to dolls kissing i don't know but it's i'm curious to find out because i feel like tumblr's had such a blowback about this that they're gonna have to go revise like their terms and conditions of exactly what this is that is crazy town. Yeah, it's pretty nuts. I would I like I have no idea how that algorithm even works if you're not using hashtags and people are manually going through or like images that know. kind of look like I've been boobs. off of Tumblr for a while. It's been so a minute. I, this is like the newest thing I've heard about Tumblr. Oh, my goodness. Let the Ugh. people draw their boobs <laughs> and stuff. Oh, well, what's hilarious is I went to Comic-Con this past summer um uh, my boyfriend is obsessed with that stuff and he went as a cross between uh dragon ball z and luigi yeah 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 he was a super san mario i don't know something he loved it i thought he looked adorable either you guys got photo evidence people loved it but you know (laughs) Uh uh-oh (laughs) uh-oh uh-oh so i didn't really Oh, God. I didn't really do the Comic-Con because I was like, there's too many fucking people. Yeah, yeah. And like, you and I are hit or miss if we're going to be like recognized. Or I'm and also like, you didn't, you were there as support for him. So you're just kind of bopping around. I hung out by the pool. I got yeah. like a nice hotel and did the thing. Yeah, yeah. And like met up with you for a hot minute. Yeah. But <laughs> when I went, when I actually went onto the floor to hang out with him for a few minutes and I wanted to see some costumes and um, my good friend Scott C, who's an illustrator, gave Chip his pass. So I want to go thank him. Yeah. People were taking pictures of us because they thought I was doing Hunter S. Thompson cosplay. Because I was wearing a fucking Hawaiian shirt and yellow sunglasses (laughs) just because it was my look. People were like, hey, Mamrie, I'd take a pic and be like, Hunter S. Thompson, very cool, or like, fear and loathing. And I was like, 
this is just what I'm wearing. <laughs> this is just what I thought looked okay. I'm, yeah, I'm playing the role of supportive girlfriend, <laughs> not fucking gonzo writer. That's so funny. Oh, but the thing that made me laugh in that world of like illustration and like kind of like sexy uh animation is there we saw a bumper sticker that just said anime titties but two d's and i don't know why it made me laugh so bad someone was just ripping a bumper sticker that said anime titties t-i-d-d-i-e-s there's something that is not problematic about that titties titties uh so anyway um sorry people who were going to tumblr for your porn Uh, yeah it's not going to be that hard to find otherwise yeah i mean you guys still got reddit right i don't yeah that's another or just google the word porn (laughs) like i think you can find it pretty much anywhere um the one thing that uh you know being down in austin like talking with the rooster teeth people about this I had texted you right when I got there that I thought I was staying at the same hotel that we stayed in at South by Southwest. Yes, which was a trek. It was a trek. Um, I don't think it was. I mean, it was the same exact layout and I got in at night and I couldn't like really see my surroundings. And so I had texted you being like, oh, my God. I'm in the same hotel from two years ago, South Which, by just Southwest. Just to give you guys some context, we went to South by Southwest when we did the, our movie Dirty 30, and yeah. we went kind of last minute, and it gets booked up. Everything gets booked like a year in advance. Every Airbnb, every, every hotel downtown. Th- every phone booth. Yeah. So they put us in a hotel, but it was like a 20-minute drive outside of downtown, in yeah. the middle of nowhere, but right beside a top golf. Right beside a top Shared golf. a parking lot. But the thing that you wrote back and I had forgotten about this story immediately oh was she was like, check out the soup because it was like a residence inn that's like close to where Rooster Teeth's offices are. And that's our, and I just started cackling as I walked through the lobby looking at the little like uh, pantry market thing that they have next to the front desk. Remembering this story. I, I don't know. How I don't even we've... remember it that clearly. Well, I think is we both went out. Mamrie and I were um, singling and Hella mingling. Single really on a mission down there at South by two years ago. Um, and we both had like, we hung out with each other then went off separately and had like separate late night times, hangouts. hangouts. And then I remember just waking up to a bunch of texts from you. <laughs> and I was like, Oh my God, what happened to Mamrie? Mm-hmm. Is she okay? Did she make it back? And the texts were just some blurry photos, some blurry <laughs> selfies of you in your hotel bed with a can of soup. <laughs> Just yeah, so when when I proud. say we had some late nights, what you're picturing is me like having sex with the lead singer of Mumford and Sons, <laughs> or like no. some new breakout indie film star. No, it was me so fucking excited that I made it home and that they had a thing of microwavable Campbell's soup in the marketplace that I just took like a sexy photo shoot and sent it to Grace. You said you were like I sent this to a lot of people last yeah. night, and it's just memory in bed like kissing a can of soup <laughs> just at like 4 a.m uh, just being like hell yeah soup soup look yeah, at me. that was my like sexy text it was that it was, was my that you up just like <laughs> instead of up it's just soup but soup up? i so up uh, and i forgot about that story and it just uh, made me laugh so hard i mean we talked about on the podcast with hannah 
last week how much we love soup. And here yeah. we are, another Story callback out. to how much we love Story. a brothy fucking hit. Huh. But I remember when we first checked into that hotel, the guy that works at the front desk had, had, was a, a fan of the videos. And it was like, oh, cool. But also a little nerve wracking that I'm like, I'm about to get we're really gonna, fucked up this We're going to be coming back here really late and uh, you're going to see us in a new form. I locked myself out of my room like two nights times. in a row. <laughs> At like 3 a.m. had to go back downstairs and be like, what's up, Chad? I need another room key. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so fun. Oh, it was so, so fun. Ah, I think we might be going back to South by this year. We hope so. Hope we, so. We're going to try to do our podcast down there. Austin's just such a great town. Oh, it's by the so way, fun. hot little. Oh, I know. Yeah, I'm going for Christmas. I'm so excited. Yeah. Um, But little side note uh, plug is Grace and I are doing our podcast live for the first time at San Francisco. Yes. San, I can't say SF it. Sketch Fest. San Francisco Sketch Fest yeah. in January. And there are still tickets available. Right. I don't we think haven't we, even plugged it. Yeah. Here, I I'm going to look up the actual date really quick. I so. think I tweeted about it. But if you go to the SF Sketch Fest website, you can find out. Um, are we on Saturday night? We should know this We're information. We're on uh, Sunday, Sunday night. night. I believe it is the. Um, OK, I'm pulling up the event bite right now. OK, on January 13th, Sunday, um, I believe the show is at eight. Doors are at seven. But yeah, we're going to do this live for the first time. For so. the first time. And it's the first time we're going to do this podcast and actually have to maybe put on makeup. Yeah. And like plan out something a little bit more concise. It's uh-huh. <laughs> like rambling. We'll see. Um, but I think you can get tickets to the festival or you can get tickets to our specific our show i think you can do either or if you want like tickets for the whole weekend or uh like a pass for the whole weekend or you can buy individual tickets to the show i think but just check out their website yeah didn't mean to accidentally be like hey let me do a full commercial but we hadn't even talked about it yeah i forgot that we hadn't mentioned it it just seems so far in the future that it's not and it's it's almost christmas it's crazy Oh, did I tell you about the man that stole skeleton pants? Wait, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know where that was going for a second. <laughs> I forgot. I've been telling random people on and off about this hilarious story that also is like a true triumph of resourcefulness um, that I couldn't remember if I even talked about it on I here. I just got so nervous before you said <sighs> pants. We were like, have I told you about the guy who's stealing skeletons? It's <laughs> like... You know, Grace, yeah. I didn't know that popped up on your next door app. It's a lol factor. Um, no, this. So on one, our new favorite thing and people ask us about mm-hmm. this now is to check in with our next door app. I used to do that an Instagram story and say my top favorite. Oh, it's the best. Of the week. It's the I best. I have a bunch to that I can go through that I looked at this morning before we came to record. So I was like, let me just check in. But then I forgot. So I have like a ring doorbell and oh, yeah. ring doorbell has started doing like a neighborhood thing, you know. Um, so they take take pictures of suspicious people or so ring doorbells work basically it's like this electronic doorbell on wi-fi and if there's movement you can set it up however you want but if there's movement it'll record whatever the 30 second window of the movement is which is important during this season because everyone's getting christmas packages delivered and and they're being stolen and that's the whole that's the majority of the app is people Mm. going be careful this dude Mm. stole our package this person did this and then the one that popped up when i woke up the other day it was so confusing in a title to me. Um, I texted it to myself. It just says, pantsless dude stole pants off our skeleton. Oh, my God. And then I God. clicked the video, and it's a video of a guy who looks fairly normal. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's from a distance. It's a little blurry. But he literally, they just said that they didn't put away their Halloween decorations. Well, that's on them. <laughs> 
<laughs> so this guy, it's broad fucking daylight in this video. He walks up to their front corridor, takes the skeleton that they have as decor, takes the pants off of it, puts the pants on himself, and then just walks away into the day. Okay. I want to be like, this is nuts, but also good on him. Well, there's three possibilities in my brain. Okay. One, they might have been cool pants. You know what True. I mean? Like. <laughs> yeah. I wear a lot of stuff with skeletons on it. They could have been cool pants. Two, he could have been day drinking and was just wasted and thought it would be funny. Three, he could have shit his pants I mean, and needed I new pants. We've leave, all shit our pants. I leave every option open. Okay. I honestly thought that was extraordinarily resourceful. Also, it is two weeks from Christmas. Mm-hmm. I love Halloween. I love Halloween decorations, but there is no like if you're going to just leave a cool ass outfit on your front lawn. I mean, you're asking for it. I think so. But also there's funny because they presented it as if like, don't beware of this man. Just yeah. like, dang it. He took <laughs> our skeletons. Yeah. Pants. Like specifically, if you guys have a Santa in your front yard, like he could come uh, take your jacket. Yeah. I mean, truly set a new level of walk of fame. Walk of fame. Yeah. I love the ring uh commercials or oh, i all- haven't seen those oh my god grace it's the best it it's comparable to how i want to be the weird old lady in um in like an infomercial where sure. you're like you can't make salsa in 30 seconds <laughs> like i want to be oh, the yeah, weird the ant bullet. the magic bullet ant <laughs> oh she's the best she's like uh, smoking cigarettes around open food iconic um, but the ring commercials it'll always be like something suspicious like three people in ski masks and broad daylight are headed to this house and then a woman will be like getting a pedicure with her girlfriends and see it on her phone and then project it how you can have like your microphone set up and be like uh i don't think so bozos Like and then the, and then and then they just go and, and then they're terrified of this woman being like, uh, good try, you yeah. fucking dingling. <laughs> Think again, hooligan. Because if that was happening to me and I saw people approaching my house, mm-hmm. even if I was far away, I'd be nervous to be like, oh. hey, could you guys maybe get the fuck off my lawn? I've constantly observed people that just like have sat in their car like right across from my oh. thing at night, and I've like just sat there and like live viewed streamed this like <gasps> thing going with my baseball bat and my bear mace of course that's what we do <laughs> hunker down i'm almost nervous to to get something like that that i'd watch it too much in the same yeah. way that we have friends um that have the cam to like see what their oh, dog is up to yeah, during the day in like indoor pet cams yeah. beans looks dead so much of the time <laughs> that i'm scared that i would just tune in and then like frantically call someone to come check her breathing yeah 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 no you i know? would just tune in and just be like a grumpy little lump of goose sitting on my couch and then i would just feel depressed that i'm not taking better care right of or that i accidentally gave someone the passcode and now they're just watching me yeah hang um, out with my hand down my pants watching the news um, exactly i do have a burning question oh because this is a topic that you've almost talked about for i think a month oh cotton, cotton eye, eye joe. joe okay yes <laughs> I've, you've alluded yes. to the fact that you've recently come across some knowledge of I gotta, the song Cotton Eye Joe or... Yeah, so I was listening to... So one of the biggest revelations I've had in my life um, is real, like actually listening to the words of the Macarena. Okay, yes. And realizing that it's about a woman cheating on her boyfriend. Yeah, there's some um, fucked up stuff in some goes, line dancing. She goes, what was I supposed to do? He was out of town and they, and they were, were so fine. fine. Yes. And we danced to that at weddings yeah, that, are, uh-huh. that are supposed to, um, you know, celebrate love mm-hmm. and, um, you know, being with the one for the rest of your life. And so, listening to lyrics is a mind fuck. And so Cotton Eye Joe came on <laughs> the radio 
the other day well, and, and I where listened. were you Oklahoma City in 87 I was here to do a podcast oh with you. my god that's why it came up like weeks ago that I was like I gotta tell you about Cotton Eye Joe the okay. only thing I have to talk about is Cotton Eye Joe um and I listened to the lyrics for the first time because it's like uh where did you come from where did you go where, where did, did you come, come from, from Cotton Eye Joe? Joe and it's also like uh let me just look up the actual lyrics first and it's I what because do you remember did you ever have in middle school like they would do like gym shows and stuff like that we would we had to learn line dances and stuff and then like it was for some reason yeah the month everyone hated and i couldn't have been more excited about no i remember in hindsight that we did this dance to cotton eye joe for the entirety of the song (laughs) to all of our parents having to sit in a gym and watch all of us do it and i was like in hindsight that was really awful (laughs) but then i looked at the lyrics and it said uh if it hadn't been for Cotton Eye Joe, I'd be married a long time ago. Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from, Cotton Eye Joe? And so I was like, whoa, that's kind of sad. Is like, did a-, a guy come in? Like, is Joe some dude that came in and stole his, like, potential wife? Like, what is this? Or and- is he in love with Cotton Eye Joe and Cotton Eye Joe came in and he was like, I would have been married, but I fell in love with you, Joe. Uh, there's, yeah, I was like, what, it, what there's so many different interpretations. Oh my also, God. it's, it was a song that was performed, there's, a big history here and i'm re- i'm act- i'm very ready for this but i didn't know and you have to look into the history because i think it was a song that's like from literally like the 1800s but then it was oh, um repurposed remixed. yeah repurposed by a group called rednecks with an the, x at the, the name end. is rednecks mm-hmm, with an x at the end and then i looked up cotton eye joe meaning and all it, um, i want is a redneck shirt now right that's all i fucking want this comes from the world famous urban dictionary the act <laughs> of a man having his urethra swabbed by a q-tip to test for stds or just another name for stds because you have to get the swabbing term made famous by swedish techno funk bluegrass band rednecks with the version of the song cotton eye joe so wait it's a about second if I, a s- cotton swab going on your eye which on, is the tip of uh-huh, your peen to check for stds where did you come from where'd you go if it wasn't for you i'd be married a long time ago this dude is riddled with stds and so no <laughs> one will settle down with him that was <laughs> my god that's the maybe takeaway look i only started I mean, urban dictionary is only so dependable but still but really i i thought i was looking into um you know, just something that was maybe a torrid love story about yes. a guy named Joe that his nickname is Cotton Eye Joe. Because his, like, his fucking eyes are so white. No. Um, oh, a or list, cloudy. A yeah, list like of possible meanings for the term cotton eyed. Uh, drunk on moonshine. Blinded by drinking wood alcohol. Mm. Turning the eyes milky white. Okay. Oh, I just said that. Yeah, like yeah. If they had cataracts. Um, but it... I. I guess the original song was published in 1861. Well, that wasn't about STD cotton swabs. They didn't check for shit. You could have fucking just a plague flea. Right. And square then dancing on your dick. The band Rednecks brought it back with the techno remix. And um, yeah, the everyone's interpreted it so, as, um, yeah. It's so like it, probably, for it probably means drunk, but then it came back as slang to mean. Yeah. Yeah, um, uh, trust me, it opened up a full Pandora's box that I was not anticipating. And that's why I was like, I have to talk about this. Either way, it was not appropriate for you to do a performance to. Not appropriate uh, for a fifth grader (laughs) to do some like fake lassoing for 20 minutes in front of their parents. Oh, all my God. But now this makes me curious about, you know, now that I've learned as an adult that the Macarena has a, you know, different context than what I thought. 
and that Cotton Eye Joe has a potentially different context, what else is there? Right. I mean, there's the difference of you not really listening to the lyrics. Like, I know when I was a kid, I would sing some very sexual stuff that I just didn't realize. Right. The song Cream by Prince. It's literally like, Cream, get on top. (laughs) Cream, don't you stop. And I was just like singing it to fucking high heaven or like, uh, damn, I wish I was your lover. Pony. Or um, I sang a lot of, uh, oh, fuck, what is it? Oh, I touch myself. Oh, my but God. But as like a kid. Yeah. Um, you're like, this is a fun, But happy those are song. at least like our, it, it was outwardly, those were sexual lyrics. We just didn't realize it. Yeah. But this is like hidden. This is hidden. I remember in fourth grade uh, when anyone had a birthday party and you bring cupcakes in for your birthday oh, that day. okay. That they would let us at the very end of the day all have cupcakes for whoever's birthday it was yes, that brought totally. them in. And then we got to listen to the radio. And so they would play the radio. And I remember at one point, all of us, because we all my mom would listen to like the hits of the 80s 90s and today Mm -hmm. radio every single morning getting ready for school i remember red red wine came on and i went to the back of the room and i turned the radio up and it was all of us in fourth grade we all knew the lyrics to red red wine just eating cupcakes isn't that the one that's like i'm gonna push it push it some more uh, oh, no, that's no, a la 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 la. Yeah, that's a la 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 lump lump Oh yeah, but we knew those lyrics too. I have talked about this before. I think it was in uh, my first book, but that I was really into Two Live Crew. Okay. And I again didn't know what any of this meant, but I went to the skating rink on weekend nights, uh-huh. and the old man who owned the skating rink, his name was Ernest. <laughs> he was like, you know, this tall fully gray old man always on skates yeah. who would who like would reg- he would wear like a ref shirt you know yeah. make sure there wasn't any heavy petting and then also like he was the dj so you'd go to Ernest to request a song right and i would be like nine years old and be like Ernest, will you play me so horny Ernest, will you play pop that pussy Ernest, will you say like i was full-on requesting songs like that album was banned from walmart and i was like oh Ernest, please <laughs> Please play me so horny, having no fucking idea what it meant. Oh, so nuts. Yeah. Hindsight is. I was like horny, like a little devil. Like I'm a little devil. (laughs) Oh, well, thank you for giving me that history of Cotton Eye Joe. Yeah, it's um everyone go get (laughs) get get checked, guys. Get checked. I feel like that's a good way to end this podcast. I think so. I think we always try to end with a message with a message um and yeah that's that's today's message yeah for better or worse wow it's been a journey truly a journey um also guys don't forget we have a patreon yeah go check out our patreon we've been having a lot of fun on there we've actively said mm-hmm. that posting on there feels like tumblr yeah like eight years ago yeah it's been like this new renewed sense of like this is really fun i like looking up the dumbest things possible to make yeah. posts on here for this community of people that uh are really really fun yeah so go check it out there's lots of fun stuff on that uh, like bonus podcasts and bonus footage and totally just boners just bon- well not anymore <laughs> not been anymore banned. they've been banned right. um yeah we'll see you guys next week Ooh, that was kind of a sign off right i mean we have to also because we're traveling for holidays oh, right we gotta bank some episodes so we Fuck. gotta we gotta figure some stuff out so bear with us as we figure this out i we're probably gonna pre-record we'll see what happens but just stay tuned Bye. Bye.